welcome back to Invader Sports. I am Dan. I'm here with Luke today. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's going to be like a rapid fire news segment type of day. A lot of stuff going on. AFCON, uh, players missing for for Liverpool, especially Salah and Mane. So we'll see how that turns out. But uh, I want to start it off with with the big splash, right? So Coutinho, he's, he got loaned to Aston Villa. How how could this possibly end in the best scenario? What's your best scenario in this for this move? Best scenario is it's a bit, a bit of a Grealish situation again, which I know is so easy to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think having that player that just has a little bit of flair and just adds something to that to, to that kind of role in the team because they've definitely been missing it. Um, maybe not so much like results wise, but when you watch Villa play, you can tell like there's not that creative player there where like that there's very much a shadow that Grealish has left. Um, and I know Villa fans are super happy about the move. Um, that I've seen like so many TikToks of kind of how happy they are to have a player like that again. Um, I actually weirdly think it can, I, I think it would be a good move. I think for Coutinho as well. Um, and I could see them, I could see him staying there at Villa. Um, for future seasons, I think as well with with Gerard Bay, with Gerard there, I think he'll get the best out of Coutinho. So, yeah, I think it's actually a good move. I think it's a weird one. I never saw it coming, to be honest. Um, Me either I didn't see it coming at all. But and, they're the best transfers. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, it it, it honestly it, it intrigues me, right? Because Gerard played with Coutinho at one point, mm. and then he was there coaching the youth team as Coutinho was turning into a star. And yeah. I, I'll tell you what, man, he is when he's when he's playing well, he's very, very fun to watch. So I'm happy for Aston Villa fans. I mean, they're they're in no danger of rele- relegation anyway. Not but so. but this is going to rise them up the ranks, I would figure, yeah. uh, at least at least in the top 10. I think I think they'll get there because there's a couple of teams that could drop out of that easily. But it's a nice move, man. I'm, I'm happy for Phil. You know, I'm not one of the Liverpool fans that's like, oh, he faked an injury. Fuck him. I never want him back. Like, I understand that people make mistakes. And he was clearly not happy at Barcelona. I mean, he, he wasn't getting any time. He he went and played well at Bayern Munich and helped them win the Champions League. But he wasn't starting. He was getting in off the bench, though. And then he yeah. goes back to back to Barca. And it's like there's no life. It's like mm-hmm. no nobody wants him there. He's not getting time. It must have just been miserable, right? So I am happy for him. I would have taken him back at Liverpool. I'm one of those Liverpool fans. It's pretty much slipped down the question. middle. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have. Because I, I had so many good memories from watching him play, man. Like, he would do some creative shit. And that's why he got the nickname, you know, the, the Little Magician. And it's yeah. just like, he can do stuff out of nowhere. And I feel like there's still a lot left in his tank. So it's going to be nice to see him getting playing time again. He said he's, he's happy to be back in in England. He said, my family knows how much I loved it here. So it's happy. They're all very happy and I'm very happy to be back. But you know what I'm wondering, man? Like, are they going to be able to pay for him if they want to keep him? I don't actually. Is it a loan to buy deal? I think it is, I, isn't it? I'll have to. They've got money. I think yeah. they could afford him. Well, I mean, they they do have that extra money left over from Graylish too, but it's maybe it, wages is the is the troubling bit. I don't know. 
Right. And that's what they're doing this year. They're paying, they're paying his wages. So, or at least a good amount, uh, a good majority of them. Yeah. I think they're covering quite a bit. It's just like, if I'm him, the worst thing that could happen is just to end right back up at Barcelona in the summer. Well, the the thing, the thing that I think uh, kind of you're talking about, you know, being at Bayern and being at Barcelona, I think the thing that works for him at Liverpool is there were nowhere near as many creative players at that time at Liverpool. Right. Which is why he stood out as well, right? Because you kind of pass towards Coutinho and he'd be the person that drives drives the play forward. Yeah. And he went to Barcelona and he was in a very creative team and it kind of all, almost made his best traits borderline redundant, if that makes sense. It's a bit like Grealish going to, to Man City in a sense. Like you have so many creative players around you. You're never going to look as good as you were when you were at Aston Villa where everything was channeled through you and that Liverpool where... If you looked at any any of Liverpool's kind of best moments throughout the years he was there, he was to some degree usually part of it. Um, so he was. I think it would have been very difficult for him to have gone to Barcelona and, and and Bayern and kind of carried on with that with that um, attitude and and that outcome. But I think going back to somewhere like Villa and and Villa having the situation at the moment where they need that that Grealish player back. Um, I think it worked really well for both. I think it worked well for, for Villa and I think it would be really, really good for Coutinho to be kind of that main guy that forward play or attacking play is channeled through. Um, yeah. I can, I, I can see it working out, to be honest with you. I mean, he's only 29 years old, right? And, and it, it was 2018 when he left Liverpool for $160 million. So it's not that far removed from that happening, but it's also long enough that he wanted to get out of there and, and figure out you know, where he wanted to be, which was England. So I'm, I'm sure he's over the moon. I, I wonder if he would sign a long-term deal. I'm sure he would at this point, honestly. Um, I think he just knows where he wants to be and he'll do whatever it takes to stay there. I think yeah. that's what he, where he's at. I think even, even if Villa did not buy Coutinho in the summer, I'd imagine he still would not see out the summer at Barcelona. Right, because they're they're very much obviously at the moment they're going for really focusing on young players and building something for the future. Obviously, they've just offered their uh, new young centre backs contracts. Um, I think Pedri had a new contract end of last year or earlier on last year, and a what was it a billion euro release clause or something stupid like that. So it's very much their clear intention is to focus on the next generation. So I'm 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 not convinced he fits the mold, and I've. Yeah, and I think with wages as well, I can see him going in the summer anyway, even if it's not, even if it's not Villa. Yeah, me too. Maybe Newcastle. <laughs> well, yeah, true. I guess Newcastle. That's Mars is everything now. Um, yeah, <laughs> just ends ends up in Newcastle. So I mean, that could definitely happen. That'd be that'd be pretty wild if that's how it turned out. But uh, he wants to make the World Cup, right? Yeah. And the only way to do that is to get playing time and show that you're still know worthy of a selection right so you know good luck to him i think i think stevie g was probably a big reason why oh, they got him you know he's like i played with him i know this player i can i can win games with him and they're like all right let's get him are you I feel. excited to see him back in the prem i know you said you're taking back at liverpool but to see yeah him, you just yeah. yeah i am i i'm predicting a lot of uh link ups with ollie Watkins. i think i think they're gonna okay. play well together uh, even Ings, because he used to play with Ings, and yeah. I I could see this 
going well and them winning games that they wouldn't have won if he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening. I mean, as long as he stays healthy, right? So, yeah. I mean, he's got the desire. He's got the drive. He got what he wanted. He wanted to be back in England. So, and it, it's kind of a humbling move, honestly, because it, if you would have told me this right when he left for Bar- Barcelona that he'll end up on Aston Villa by yeah, 2022, yeah, I'd be like, no way. So, yeah, but the first game could be against Man U. That's what I'm hearing his first game might be. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to watching United play at all at the moment. But, yeah, I don't know, Villa's a tricky team. Um, I mean, literally, what was it, Monday, yesterday, um, was horrible to watch. Um, was horrible to watch that game yesterday. I think United were very lucky to um, to walk away with a win. Um, to be yeah. honest with you, um, I don't know if you caught it, but arguably, yeah. um, it's um, it's the general consensus right now that they got away with one. But you know, they still want they still did whatever they had to do to win the game. So, but I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's I just uh, yeah, it's painful to watch. But no, I think I think we got away with it yesterday. But playing filler again, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I'm not confident that United can can beat any Premier League team at the moment. So, and I think with Villa, um, I think there'll be a lot of confidence going into that game, knowing that they've got that created outlet in the midfield that can drive drive things forward. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to be interested. It should be a good game, but... I'm, yeah, I'm expecting... I'm expecting Ali Watkins to go on a tear and <laughs> score a bunch of goals. I am. Well, because I feel like he's good enough to do it. And... The short time that I got to see Coutinho play with Mo and Sadio and Bobby, when they would play all four of them at once, that was that was a hell of a lot of fun. You know, it ended up with him leaving, and we got Virgil and and Allison, and then we won. So like, it, it's like a weird feeling knowing how good we could have been with him, and knowing what happened when we sold him. So it's like I a think, really weird feeling. I think it's more important for you to have got Virgil and Allison than it was. Yeah, to I, keep agree. I agree. I, I do not think you would have had the same level as, of success. I still think Klopp would have brought you to some trophies, but I do not think you would have a Premier League title. Oh, dude, the, the goaltending was atrocious before Allison. It was just yeah. in such a bad place. I, even as the offense was getting better, uh, you know, years back, it, it still was a major hole on the mm. defensive side and in, and in goal. And when Virgil got here, he, not only is he amazing, but he made everybody else in the back line amazing. Like That's better. what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, look, look at Matt's hip now. Like, he's like really good. Uh, Joe Gomez, he made him better. Uh, Lovren, when he was still here, uh, still at Liverpool, he made him better. So he's just a, a force, uh, a, a force that I will always be appreciative of. I love Virgil, man. He's, he's yeah. great. But, I'm yeah, I am going to watch – probably more villa games now yeah as i assume i would it's going to be weird isn't it seeing him because you know kind of like you were saying you know being at barcelona by munich and then aston villa like there right. is a little bit of that kind of how did that happen but yeah no, like it'd be interesting no discredit to villa but come on like that these t- the t- two teams he was on before that they're like nationally known like not internationally known like they're known everywhere everyone's heard of Bayern Munich and Barcelona and and now he's you know he took a little bit of humble pie Villa's a massive club in the UK 
as well. Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. But there's definitely, yeah, like you're saying, um, you know, you're talking like Barcelona and and Bayern, some of the biggest clubs in the world. Um, right. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I th- I, I do think it's a good move, though. I, I generally think for for everyone involved, I think it's a good move. Um, just not one that I saw coming ever until I kind of heard about it and I thought it was a joke because that's the thing, right? When you get to January or even just before, even in December, so many transfer rumors. Mm-hmm. And to a degree, you can usually pick out which ones um, are kind of real and, and fake. And I found out about the, I mean, I, the Coutinho thing was pretty quick as well, I think. Or maybe I was just late to it, but I remember looking oh, it at was. it. Think, yeah. I'm thinking, whoever's come up with that story must be desperate and then it just happened like so quick yeah. um so yeah it's kind of, kind of crazy but that would be exciting yeah i mean i'm i'm there for it i'm gonna be watching his games for sure all right next thing i wanted to ask you about the the most allowed contract talks are getting out of hand now and people yeah, are I saw. are worried it's not gonna happen so, so you, what, you saw what he said yeah, he didn't he come out. He said um, he's not asking for like crazy salaries. He wants to stay. He loves the club and everything. Um, but it's down to what do you say? It's like down to accounting or down to the administration or something like that. Yeah, like basically everything you said. And, and he says, it's not in my hands. It's in their hands. They know That's what it, I want. Yeah. They know what I want. So he's and he even like you said, he did mention he's like, I'm not asking for anything crazy. So now he's putting it in the the fans' heads that if this doesn't happen, you have one it's person fully, to blame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what? I think I, I I can't imagine Salah would ask for anything crazy. I mean, I know in the world of football, every salary is kind of crazy, but I think compared to, you know, you were talking about a golden boot winner, you know, Champions League winner with a club, won the league. I mean, to a degree, what what is crazy? Because you're kind of like, what you know, one of your most prized assets, maybe aside from Van Dijk and Mane. I guess crazy would be, yeah. I mean, is is doubling his salary now? Is that crazy? How, how much is he on at the moment? Uh, I have to look. I think it's four hundred thousand. He's on four hundred. It's it's around there. But, I mean, if that is crazy. Let's see. Hold on. He's oh no, he's on apparent. Well, I've just looked up. He's apparently on two hundred thousand a week. Two hundred thousand. Yeah. So four hundred thousand would be doubling it. I mean, that's still. Crazy? I mean, it's still less than what United are offering Pogba. Um, Actually, it's not. not. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. When you talk about the numbers he's putting out, what he's done. I mean, maybe you stick him on a on a a two-year extension at that sort of salary and then you sell or whatever you need to do. I don't think that's crazy for what he is. Yeah, it's and really I also not, don't think he's, I also don't think he's asking for double. I doubt it. Yeah, me too. He's probably asking for around 300000 That's what I was thinking. He's probably close to three, which if you think about it, you know, most United players, most first-team players are on kind of 170, 180. So when you compare the difference in in level compared compared to a difference in salary, it's not. I don't think that's ridiculous at all. It just depends on how you know. I'm not super sure how Liverpool's wage structure is, but it's whether or not they just do not want to break it. Um, 
but some players yeah. you have to. Yeah, you do. I mean, who who do you replace Salah with? If Salah was to to leave at the end of the season, who would you who 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 would you go out and buy? No one. There, there's no no matter like outside of magically Mbappe landing in our laps. There's there's no one I'd be excited for if Kesa? he left. Maybe. No, I mean, not, not drop off. Yeah, not over Mo. Like, I want Mo to. Oh, no, 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 not not. I'm not talking about on the same league as. as yeah, um, I know. Salah, You're saying someone I'd be. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like him because I watched some Juventus with uh with Adam, but it's just there's no one that would make me feel okay about it because like when mm. when Phil left, Phil was my favorite player when he left, and that yeah. was that was Mo's first year, so. He left, and not only did we get better on defense and in goaltending, but Salah turned into a fucking superstar. Yeah, it, it was crazy. Like there, there I, I remember there was like one or two games after Phil left that the offense just didn't look right. Maybe, maybe at most three, yeah. and then after that, Mo just went ape shit and started scoring every single week. It was just like not if when he's going to score, yeah. and it, it was absurd. And we kind of just forgot about Phil. But if Mo left, there wouldn't be anybody in my mind that I can think of that can replace him right now. It would take a while. That's yeah, that's what I was thinking. Cause I, I'm it's very much does Klopp go down the route of picking up like a Chiesa sort of player where they're young, but they're still kind of very much in the first team and build them up. Or do you can't yeah, it's like who do you go for if you want an instant replacement who's gonna make a the same sort of impact. I don't know who I don't know who you can go and get right now. Yeah, so they need to get this done. Unless for you go real. for Saka, which is still a drop off, but yeah, right. Maybe it's a little which, bit more realistic. Which was one of the rumors we heard a few weeks ago, mm. and now that's just sputtered. So I, I prefer what happened with Phil, like a quick rumor and then action. Yeah. Not not these rumors that go on for sometimes years, you know. It's yeah. like even when Phil went to Barcelona, I remember it, that went on for like a whole year, and then he yeah. faked an injury, and that's why some people hate him. And it, that was just that was just a mess. I it's it's very annoying. Yeah. It's truly very annoying. But speaking of moves, this is the one that I'm hearing today that might happen. So Tottenham are looking to sign Adama Traore apparently for twenty million, and he would play right wing wing back. I like I I like him as a maybe off the bench guy, something like that. Twenty million is not that much, I guess, in today's game. But he has so much God given talent, but he just cannot score. I I don't know. I guess why that's why they're thinking about right wing, wing back. What do you think about this? Yeah, um, I don't know. I I think the. His attacking a bit like scoring is is going to be an issue. Um, I don't know. He used to play right wing back, right, for Wolves? Yeah, originally. he did. Yep. I believe that's the position he played when he had those two goals against City when they right. came back and beat City that time. Uh, and then they moved him up because they thought if he was up on right wing, you know, he would score more often. It just doesn't happen. And, dude, sometimes I watch him and his crossing is just – so bad it's just like mm. he skies it over everyone's head but he's so fast and strong 
So at the same time, like, what do you do? Like, would you ever want him on, on menu? No, I mean, we had to a degree, we had that with Dan James where he was True. just fast. I mean, he yeah. wasn't strong. Like you can muscle him off the ball easy, but in terms of just, he could just get up the pitch quicker than everyone else. We had that. And if anything, it was just so ineffective because couldn't pass to anyone, couldn't cross it, couldn't shoot. So you might be able to get up to that end quicker than everyone else. And bearing in mind as well, you look at Tottenham's up front, okay, you've got Son, but Kane's not not super fast. Um, so Adama might be ready to cross. Whether or not he makes the cross or not, he'll be ready to cross, but it doesn't mean anyone's in the box. True. Yeah. That's um, true. And it was the same with... with um, with Dan James, it was very much where he'd get all the way up there. His hold-up play wasn't great, so he'd he'd be like kind of on the byline. He'd be there, ready to put across him, and he'd just lose the ball because he can't hold it. No one's no one's as quick as him, so no one can get there. Um, so I I think there's better players that Tottenham can go and get if they're looking for a right wing back. Um, yeah, even, even for twenty million, I'm not sure. I'd I'm not sure that's the best move to be honest. Um, I think I'm, it kind of works I, at Wolves because he's got Semedo there as well, and they can kind of overlap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure Tottenham's the best move. He's one of those players that I feel like his name has come up for the past couple of years on somebody trying to get him, and it just never he happens. Was, he was linked with United for a little bit as well. I think last season or the season before. No, last yeah. season. Yeah, because I think two years ago was like his coming out party, right when he started mm. to make those good plays. And yeah. he, he is a monster, man. If he could ever figure out his finishing touch, that'd be interesting to see. But I, I doubt it at this point. Uh, but someone else I want to talk to you about, Tammy Abraham. Mm. Now, we were talking about Chelsea with, you know, they spent all that money on Lukaku before that was was uh, was Werner. When did they have their striker right there all along? He's got... More goals. It's easy to say that now, isn't it? I mean, the thing is, it you is. argue, you know, a kind of different story, but similar in a sense where Chris Morling went to Roma and obviously was not great at all at United. Had a few good games, but was never great. Went to Roma and looked, looked great. Well, not great, but he looked very good from the word go. Um, fit in super well and just seemed to click with the style of play out there. Um, the environment, the atmosphere. Um, and I think that's just what's happened for Tammy as well. I think he's just gone out there and just, it's just clicked for him. But I think it's it's so difficult to say, well, did Chelsea have this player all along? I don't think so. Like, I don't think there was ever a time when people were gen genuinely thinking, why are we going and buying a number nine? We have Tammy Abraham. I might be wrong. Yeah, right. I've never spoken to anyone where they've, where they've thought like that. Um, and especially Chelsea, you know, they're expecting to be competing for trophies year in year out. I don't think I don't think Abraham's like a a bad player off the bench, but no, I definitely don't think for for what Chelsea wants to achieve, he was ever going to be their main main number nine. Okay, so you think the fact that he ha uh, has more goals than any English player in top five leagues, that's just because of the system he's in. And it necessarily not necessarily would have worked with Chelsea. Mm. Yeah, um, I think I think that's lots to do with it. But we have like um, 
it's just fair in a league, isn't it? You know, there's been so many situations where players done so well in a certain league, come over to a different one that's not worked out. Lukaku is another example. You know, he's gone to he's gone to Inter and absolutely smashed it, and he's had spells at United. I know Everton's a little bit different, but he's had spells at United now at Chelsea where you know, the, the team just didn't work or or the tempo wasn't great or just the general style of English football just wasn't working. So, I don't know. I think if you, I think if, for example, if Chelsea to, Chelsea were to go out and, and bring back Abraham, I don't think he'd be top goal scorer the following season. Yeah. Yeah, probably right. They have too many options right right now. It's kind of like City spread out. It just needs the the difference between City and Chelsea is I think City, even without a striker, know what they're doing. Like, yeah, where I think Chelsea still need to find a formation style of play that works for their most their key players. Um, because I've no doubt that Lukaku could go on and score help, you know, 25 30 goals a season, um, or more. Sorry, but. He needs to. Um, they need to find a way to make him work. So find a way to to um. What's I'm looking for? Um, to basically get the most out of him. Yeah, because they're not. Yeah. They're not playing to the way he sh- he should be used. Yeah, you gotta. That's true. Sometimes you gotta look at it on a different angle. I mean, if it, if it keeps not working, it might not be someone else's fault anymore it might be your fault but i don't know I, I was just interested to see that he was doing so well that tammy was doing so well with roma mm-hmm. and it, it made me think because we were talking about how the striker play with chelsea that they just you know it's not really clicking no matter who they sign you know two big yeah. signings two two pretty big signings in, in terms of cash so it just made me think for a second i wonder if there are are any Chelsea fans out there that that would rather have Tammy and and all that money? But you know, maybe he maybe he wouldn't have done as good as he's doing now. You know, most likely not. Most likely not. Is, I, th- I think you could say that for anything because even if you look at um, like I, I always find a good example to be Memphis Depay. You know, he kind yeah. of came to United so promising, didn't really do tons. Arguably, should have got another season, um, and then went to went to Leon and absolutely smashed it. So I think it's just a team fitting a player and a player fitting a team. And both of those need to click to get the best out of someone sometimes, unless you're talking about the elites. And then I think it becomes a different situation. But but yeah, I think... Uh, sorry, excuse me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't see Tammy Abraham being Chelsea's number nine week in, week out. Okay. All right. Um... Last thing I had for you, and if you got anything, you can you know add it on. But Jude Bellingham's younger brother Job made his debut for Birmingham City this weekend, just 16 years old. That always blows Crazy. my mind, man. That, yeah. That's that's insane. You, you know, like 16. Think about hell of a like lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, that's hell of a lot of pressure. That's absurd. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll never get used to it. It, it just won't ever happen here because you have to go, you know, depending on what sport you're playing, you have to go into either college or some kind of minor system before you can play in the pros. 
Um, and they changed it for basketball. Now you can go right from high school or, or soon you'll be able to go from high school again. But 16, I'll just never get used to. Like, that's crazy. How does football work for you guys or soccer? How, how does it work for, for you? Is it the same situation you have to go to college? Yeah, they get drafted. Like, the number one pick, the draft was like yesterday. And the number one pick got picked from the University of Maryland. Right. So he played for a few years there, and now he gets drafted to the MLS. And and basically what the MLS is trying to do now, or not trying to do, what it's doing is producing players for for the Europe leagues. Really, that's what yeah. they that's what's happening. You know, uh, with the, the what the and I'm I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go. On. I was just saying another player, Ricardo Pep Pepe is uh going to germany so that's two players that are going to the bundesliga for a good amount of money in the in the last two years with brendan aronson and ricardo pepe so it's you know it's impressive it's impressive is is growth quite big now in america when it comes to like european football versus american football like is it much more noticeable over the last couple years um, in terms of like people actually wanting to take that path, because I think it's still, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's, it's kind of much like it's such a big thing in Europe. Like football is the main sport. Um, yeah, well, a big reason on that, a lot of parents are scared of American football, NFL now, because all these concussions and, yeah. you know, there's so many things that could happen no matter how how old you are. And it's probably changing a lot of people's opinions on what sport they're going to play. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely better talent coming out of America right now for soccer. So, I mean, he Pulisic, like he was kind of the, the one that trailblazed, right? He was the first one. McKinney. Is it McKinney as well at Juventus? Yeah. Weston McKinney. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's at Juve. I mean, yeah, there's a few, man. It's, it's it's something. It, yeah, it's something that really wasn't happening even 10 years ago. Yeah. If you think about it, I mean, players that are performing, you know, we'll we'll mm. see what happens w- with the new ones, but yeah, Weston McKinney's playing very well with with UVA. So, I don't know, it's it's nice. It's nice to see. That's interesting. About- I mean, we're kind of to a smaller degree having a similar thing here. Like I know there's been a few schools or, or colleges uh, which have started teaching your, your football, American football. Oh, um, yeah. So that's weirdly really starting to pick up um, like the last maybe couple of years. So it's interesting how that's starting to carry over here too. Yeah, well, I mean, the game's played played there every year outside of COVID. Mm, that, yeah. that had to be a big part of it. Um, and I heard some people don't even care. They just go to the game and they wear their favorite team's jersey. It's yeah. just like all random jerseys in the stadium. That's cool. Yeah. 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 It's, it's very much where, because um, I know a few of my friends went, actually Adam, I think goes whenever he can, he, or as many years as he can. Uh, and even before he kind of started following it, it was just like a very different event. It's a very, it's a very different atmosphere to kind of UK football. Um, oh yeah. European football. Um, so I still want to go. I haven't been able to go yet, but yeah, I think it's just seeing a different sport. I think that's half of it. Um, yeah. 
now i understand it. it a little bit i find it i think it's actually way more exciting than than it's given credit for because i think a lot of people in the uk are very much put off by the fact that it's very stop start or if you if you go look at it with kind of no knowledge it's start it's stop start right yeah um, true but as soon as you understand it it's you know it's not that situation where you're kind of just watching them walk around for a minute um so i think that put a lot of people off and then as it's kind of got bigger and you kind of have more and more people that have a little bit of knowledge and kind of being like well that's what that means and that's what that means more and more people getting into it and it's kind of starting to peak up a little bit um and then obviously as well you've got the super bowl which is even if you don't watch the game you're watching the halftime show so um it is picking up for sure um, that's awesome yeah it's cool. yeah you gotta like that yeah. well that, that's pretty much everything i had uh planned to ask you is there any, anything else you want to add on top of that or are you good not not tons i think the only the only thing i know we kind of discussed was like what's newcastle gonna do next because there seems to be rumors every day um so i'm just excited for for whatever's gonna what their team's gonna be like at the end of the month because i know they want to get a center back and they're after a striker too i saw they put in a bid or chris woods going from medical um before the end of the week so i'm just curious to see how many players they're gonna have come the end of january yeah, me too. To and I, I really wonder, do you think they'll get relegated? Or do you think they'll get enough players that they'll get out of there? Let me just hit my mic. Um, I think I think it's a tough call. I mean, they're bringing in... I mean, they're putting... They're... So they're on 11 points. Watford's on 13. I mean, they could. Watford's got a game in hand too. They could have. A, they could kick on and have a, a good second half of the season. I mean, Leeds is eight points ahead. That's probably not not doable. So, I mean, it's doable to, to get ahead of them, sorry. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. I think by by end of Feb, we'll have a better, better idea of where they're sitting or early March. But I think apart from... Apart from that, anything's possible, really. It's it's close when you think about it until you get to fifth, until you get to fourteenth, and then Villa's on twenty-two points. But I know yeah. you, you never know. They could get a run of games. They could win two or three games, and then all of a sudden that gap with with Watford, Watford and and Leeds starts dropping. So we'll see. Obviously, Burnley have got two games in hand. I just realised as well. So yeah, they do. We'll wow, yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, Kind of, kind of weird that they're the ones that are going to be selling wood to Newcastle too, since they're both yeah. battling it out. You know? Yeah, I it's, mean, uh, could you see Wood making the difference though? Not just him, hmm. but if they get a couple more players, I think he could score some good goals. Yeah, I think it's. A, little bit of an odd signing but i suppose when you're kind of fighting relegation i'm not sure who you can realistically go and go and fight for um that's why i thought trippier was i mean i know he wanted to come back to the prem but i thought it was a little bit of a weird one because you're going from atletico who are you know you're in europe um or sorry you're in um champions league um sunny spain and now you're kind of fighting relegation yeah Newcastle. Well, he did want to go back up north in the UK anyway, but you're, you've gone from 
yeah, that to fighting relegation, which I find very interesting. But also some players like the challenge. So you got to respect it, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that is that is funny if you, when you put it that way. Yeah. Champions League to fight in relegation. I mean, where oh. where are Atletico in the in the Spanish league at the moment? Let me have a look. Very I'm sure they're one. I'm sure they're pretty close to the top. Yeah, they're not going to be. They're fourth. Yeah, so you're going from fourth to uh. Wow, to, that's to crazy, man. That's crazy when you think about it. I mean, he, he wanted to come back to the UK anyway. I think, I think it was a good decision, but it's it's just like you would have thought he maybe waits till the summer, sees if Newcastle stay up, and then makes a decision. Um, yeah, so that's... I, I respect the grind of coming in in a situation like this and. Dude, yeah, imagine the imagine the mess that could happen if they sign a good amount of players in, in the January window and then they don't make it and they get relegated. I, that, that'd I mean, be a mess. Conversa- I, I imagine I imagine it's a conversation they're having because there's no way Trippier and, and players like that are going into it and being like. Not question what happened. So I'm sure I'm sure there's something in place for that. Maybe not. It's maybe not them being let go, but I'm sure there is something in place to say um, if that does happen. You know, X, Y, and Z will will happen too. Okay. Yeah, I agree. We'll have to wait and see. Um, I think it's. I mean, this is such a weird situation anyway, right? For Newcastle to kind of be in the relegation battle and now have all this money. So we'll see. All right. Well, that was a fun episode. I think we'll have to do more rapid fire segments like that. That was that was a nice exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, but Luke will be on Cenovators on the movie podcast. Yes. And that'll that'll be coming out on Monday. So check that out. And uh we will see you guys next time with a bunch more news, hopefully. Hopefully some more crazy stuff happens like the Coutinho thing. And That'd hopefully Adam as well. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Oh, thank you.